Hey, it's Oz. I am uh, messaging you before this whole episode starts, just to let you all know, give you a heads up. We had some serious compression issues with a couple of the tracks from Craig when we recorded this episode. I've managed to re-record a lot of this stuff, but it's still going to sound pretty choppy, so I apologize in advance. If only we could do it all live so we could not go through all this, but we are all over the country and Canada. Hi, Tom. Anyway, enjoy, and um, hopefully it's not too bad. The scene is going to open in the mid-morning with everybody but Finn at their desks as the door opens and Finn hobbles inside. Finn walks in. You'll see he has a cane in his right hand as he's hobbling in from the gunshot wound. Well, isn't it swell to see y'all? Bruno looks up from his newspaper and is just trying to gauge how Finn is considering he's the one that shot Finn has a smile on his face. Seems to probably forgotten about who shot him. Maybe? It's an interesting thing to forget. Well, it was in his, like, as he was running away, basically in his back, so he might not even know who did it. (laughs) Did we get all the shit back for our desks? You've got your stuff back. It was all Similarly, when you came in one morning, you have box of stuff on desk. You get to put it all away, obviously. Yeah, I imagine Finn's box is still there. This is his first time back. So Bruno will stand up and come over to Finn's desk and pull the chair out and kind of push the box to the side for him, the clear spot for him to sit down and give him a little bit of a nod. Ah, thanks a ton. So what did I miss out on? Anything exciting? Would you like a cup of coffee this morning, Finn? I can bring it to you if you don't feel like walking to the kitchen. Well, I was told I was supposed to exercise it a wee bit, so... Yes, I think I would like you to bring me some. Certainly. Cookie goes off to make Finn his cup of coffee, because I know, obviously, how he takes it. We've worked together for long enough now. And leaves Bruno to deal with his aftermath. Philip hasn't even noticed that Finn has walked in. He is hunched over his desk. He's got a book out. He's got his journal, and he looks like he's writing notes in it. He is very focused on this. Anybody who's looking at him might see his glasses are actually starting to travel down his nose, and he's looking a little paler than usual, but... You haven't seen him really this focused in a couple months. Finn probably doesn't notice, but we'll uh, chime over to Bruno. So I've heard I have you to thank for my midi vacation. Taps his leg. He blushes a little bit like he's got caught doing something he shouldn't have. And is that a little bit of a loss for words for a second? Is I, um, uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm sorry about that, but uh circumstances, I guess. Yeah, no need to be sorry. There's uh, plenty of nice nurses there, if you get what I mean. 
I'm not sure that I do, but I think you might have to tell me. Just pretty to look at, that's all. And occasionally good for conversation. Do you, uh, you set up any dates? I'm not that slick yet. I sure did try. I look over to where Cookie went to go get him some coffee. I'm, like, I'm, like, uh, I'm not uh, sure about that. Uh, maybe it's some sort of patient to patient nurse confidentiality or something, or can't, I don't know. But they all said no. It was a little disheartening. My heart is mildly broken. Did you give him a good story on how you got shot? I told them I was um, uh, fighting a gangster. Got in a bit of a tough, and then one of his friends came by and popped me in the leg, and then knocked me real hard on the top of the head. Seemed to work with my injuries, and if I know your past a wee bit, it's, it's a little accurate as well. Yeah, you're not, uh, you're not that wrong. But, uh, I told them that, you know, I stopped them from doing illegal things, so they, uh, yeah, they enjoyed it, at least. Genuine hero. Quite the martyr. And with that, Cookie walks back in with Finn's coffee in her hands. I was wondering how you were feeling. Uh, I, I've been very worried about you since I haven't seen you, Finn. Well, I've been, I've been better, to say the least. Um, I mean, last time, uh, we met, uh, my leg didn't hurt so much. Uh, but other than that, I've been doing well. Um, they've been, uh, I've been given a few meds. Like, they like to help. Make me a little loopy at times, though. Which just makes it even better. But, uh, Anyway, how have you been? I haven't seen you in a few days. Uh, things around here have been interesting, but I was wondering, I know how you get on with the ladies. I was just wondering if you had uh, hooked up with any dates with any of those cute nurses I know they have at the hospital. And I just kind of give Bruno and him just a wink. Well, I sure did try, but alas, I am not good enough for them. Those girls obviously don't know what they're missing. Sure, I guess if you like whiny little mix. Clearly. We did have some excitement while you were gone. We all had to do a more thorough report than I think we have done in the past. Uh, And they went through our desks for some reason. So I'm sorry. You have to unpack back into your workspace but maybe maybe there's something in there from Patterson we all had to speak with him for whatever reason yeah good old Patty he came to me as well uh, gave him a bit of a report scathing review for you Bruno I laid you I laid it on you thick for shooting me yeah that seems fair I'm joking just want to I am um, Actually, I, I said that uh, you probably knew what you were doing and you did it best. And uh, I can't remember much of it, so knocking me out is probably the best thing you did. And if I was running full tilt, I remember running towards a fire and then nothing much else. It was into a that damn house. So how I look at it as you saved my life. So a thank you, I think, is what I'm trying to give you. I, uh, I ain't never got thanks for shooting nobody before, so it's a little weird, but... Uh, Always a first. I guess you're welcome. Right. Uh, so, 
Finn will take a glance over to Philip. Is that a good book there, Mr. Weasel? No, it's his journal. Oh, it's the worst book ever. Yes, that's only because you cannot understand it. And he will look up, and he's actually stopped writing, and he's been eavesdropping on the three of you for some time since the word report was uttered. The rest of the agents have garnered Philip's full and undivided attention. Yes, I'm afraid I didn't see you get shot, uh, unfortunately. I um, was otherwise engaged. Terrible shame. Okay. So, sure. Well, I'm glad to see that you are back to normal. Confused as ever. Yeah, so it seems. Have we uh, heard anything from Patterson? Any new jobs coming up or anything? No, we have not. It has been simply a matter of paperwork. And uh, we have not uh, seen hide nor hair of Samuel since the um, assignment in Dunwich. And he'll nod over to Sam's desk, which is completely empty, completely bare. There is not even a nameplate on the surface of the desk. Yeah, Patterson was telling me he was uh, in the same hospital. Well, I didn't get to see how he fared, but um, apparently he's going to be out of commission for a wee bit. Yes, none of us have been able to see him. I'm not entirely sure why. Patterson did say that he regained his sight. However, he has chosen to leave us because the stakes are just too high. He was afraid that he was going to go permanently blind, that whatever that house did to him really, really scared him. And Philip just kind of watches Cookie as she says that behind those dark glasses, which he's pushed back up on his face. Yes, indeed, the house, yes. Mm, yes. I made sure to tell Patterson to send our love. I believe I even wrote out a card to have sent to him in the hospital. Finn, did you see him at all while you were there? I saw the door of the room he was in. But um I'm not, I'm not a big fan of seeing friends unconscious. Or, you know, that sort of not in the best of shape. So I uh I didn't. Not the best friend, I guess. But those nurses, you you didn't get any information off of them? Not even a little? I mean, I asked about them, but they didn't tell me too much. Nothing, nothing that we already probably don't know. Well, I, for one, am really going to miss him. I had a lot of fun with him, and he always had my back. Yeah, well, I was told, I mean, he's just getting better. That's all I was really told, so... There's that. It's a bright side. Yes, quiet. We all wish for his speedy recovery and uh, toast to his good fortune as no longer being saddled with the Department of Esoteric Relics and Parchment. At that, the office doors will bang open and you'll hear a very bright, sunny voice go, Good morning, everyone. It's Payroll day here, and she'll walk, make a beeline right to Bruno. Good morning, Bruno. How are you? I uh, 
I'm always good on payday, Ruth. Yes, uh, p- payday, yes, of course. And she'll go through her envelopes and hand you yours. And she'll slowly make her way around, just tossing everybody else's on their desks. She'll save uh, Philip for last, but then she'll meander back around over to Bruno's desk again. So, any big plans for the, the weekend? Yes, Bruno. What kind of plans do you have for this weekend? I didn't realize you cared so much there, Philip. Oh, yes. I take a vested interest in my fellow agents of the department. Yeah, vested interest in my foot. Uh, nothing nothing important there, uh, Ruth. You never know when a uh, when a case is going to come up. And uh, last time Patterson sent us out to the middle of nowhere. I I don't have any plans either uh, this weekend. She just kind of lingers there, smiling. Cookie just coughs. There's a new film that just came into the theater, uh, just down the street. You know, maybe we, you, you, Ruth and Bruno, yeah, you, you two of you could uh, could go see it. If you have nothing better to do. She just looks with big questioning eyes at, at Bruno. Do do you, do you like? Like seeing seeing films, I haven't I haven't seen too many. Oh, you know, there's a bully film that's being played at Cinemaplex. Um, I, I forget what it's called, but I'll tell you what. Um, I did just get paid today, and he's going to reach into his suit and pull out his billfold and withdraw a dollar. Ruth, Bruno, by all means, please do you go see a movie on me. And he's going to hand that dollar over to Ruth. Oh. Well, thank you, Mr. Weasel. I'm wise out. How about, is, is Saturday night good? I, you could you could pick me up at, at eight. It's, she's so excited. Eight? Eight o'clock then? The whole time Philip's given her this dollar and talked to her and has her attention, he's just like death staring like you motherfucker. Eight o'clock uh, Saturday? That, uh... You know what? Sure, Ruth. Let's let's go see a movie. Go to the <gasps> cinema. Oh, that's great! She's gonna grab a scrap of paper off your desk, quickly write down an address. Here, you can just—I'll be ready. And and oh, just this is just gonna be so much fun. She'll now bounce right out of the office. Philip folds his hands in front of his mouth and just arches his eyebrow as he looks back at Bruno. Cookie is just sitting at her desk with her arm and coffee as far away from her and her body just leaned back in the chair like she could meld into the background. Eyes wide, watching this whole crazy scene unfold. We've been waiting for this for so long, guys. Occasionally, I find that things require a bit of a push once in a while in order for the events to proceed in motion. Yeah, you better watch out when the next time you get a push is. Maybe some stairs are going to be involved. Maybe maybe a curb. I will endeavor to watch my step, Bruno. At that, the doors open again to the office, and in walks a familiar figure of Agent Patterson. He walks right over to Sam's empty desk, sits atop of it, and looks around at all of you. 
not a smile, not a frown, not anger, just looking at all of you and kind of almost assessing slash analyzing. It seems like St. Patty here is gracious with his presence again. How may we be of service to you, sir? Well, it's good to see you guys. Good to see you back, Finn. Nice to see the group. And he'll kind of look down at the desk he's sitting on. It's nice to see the group back together. I'm going to have to put you guys back out in the field. I have a a job. I don't have any other teams to uh, do it, so not really something I want to do. I think it's a little too soon for you guys to go back out there. But I have to do what I'm ordered to do. Well, we will endeavor not to, um, uh, as they say, bungle things up too poorly. At that, he's going to lose some composure, and his jaw will just drop. Like, uh, you won't. You'll try not to bungle things up. Is that what you just said? Philip has his hands folded in front of his mouth again. He arches his eyebrow, tilts his head. Um, well, Agent Patterson, what I clearly meant to say was, of course, we will accomplish the duties you have assigned to us with uh, all of the abilities that we have at our disposal. Failure is not an option. A lot of things have happened with you guys recently, and he'll give Bruno a, a knowing look. Bruno looks offended. But uh, it's not too hard of a job, at least. I can uh, think the powers that be for that. Basically, it's a babysitting job, but I need you all, and he's going to look at you, Philip. I need you all to remember you are agents of this department, and you will conduct yourself as such. Was, Was burning down the building not the right thing to do? No, no, no. We finished that investigation. Finn, I told you, you guys, ultimately in the worst possible way, still ended up doing the best possible thing. Maybe I'm missing a wee bit of the undertones of the room here. Um, carry on. Agent Patterson, we are truly sorry for interrupting. Might we know who our um, baby is to be sat upon? The simple event. Just go, keep an eye on things, make sure nothing gets out of hand. Just remember... These people have money, and they have power, and they know other people that control the funding to our agency. I need you to really do a good job here. So don't steal their wallet. (sighs) For the love of God, Finn, please don't steal their wallets. All right, I'll write that one down. Or anything else. He's going to look at Philip and Bruno. I take umbrage at that, Agent Patterson. I have stolen nothing. Nothing. Bruno, I cannot speak of. Is, uh, is this a local gig, or is this a, uh, a go somewhere and sit? No, you're, you're going to go out of town Sunday morning during the day. I want you guys to drive up there this afternoon, get a lay of the land, and then attend the event Saturday night, come back Sunday, okay? What type of event will we be attending? 
He's not going to look at any of you. He's going to kind of look at the ceiling. It's out at Miskatonic University. It wouldn't be at a particular museum, would it? Yes, Philip. They're unveiling some a recent collection of papers and books, and it's a big deal. Or just want to check out what's being unveiled, make sure nothing happens to it, make sure there's nothing that we need to know about. So it's just really an observe and report. Just make sure nothing happens at the event. At the mention of going back to Miskatonic and Philip's reaction, Bruno just leans back in his chair, crosses his arms, and now it's his turn to smile. Might I ask the dress code for this particular gala? Black tie event. He's going to look at Charlotte. I assume you own some kind of gown. Absolutely. I can find something presentable. I will ensure our resident monkey has a proper suit. So I'll tell the museum curator Doyle that you'll be up there this evening. Uh, yes. Um, we will indeed be there this evening uh, with our... with. How do you even say it? With, with bells on, I believe, is the proper turn of phrase. Good. So we're not going to have any problems. This is low-key. He's going to look at Finn. Low-key, minimal exertion. Just walk around at a party. If you need to, take a seat. I just need you all to remember who you are. Now look at Cookie and say, by the way, Mr. Doyle was very excited when I told him you would be attending the party. He seemed to think that you have a a planned dinner, so I would expect that this evening, okay? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and now the smug look goes over to Cookie. We have had a standing dinner date for a while, and I, for one, am looking forward to it. Oh, you know, Bruno, you could ask Ruth from payroll. She could come to the Miskatonic University with you. You can arrive as a couple. Curator Doyle and Cookie have their own dinner meeting. I shall go stag, as they say, and Finn's far too young, or maybe he'll find a, another girlfriend uh, not at the barrel of a shotgun. That'll be best. It uh, would certainly help us blend. Ruth, the, the girl from accounting? Why would you bring her? Yeah, Philip, why would I bring her? Well... Why would you stick her with Bruno? She's a nice, sweet girl. What are you thinking, Philip? <laughs> well, I did give her her dollar, so she and Bruno could go to the cinema, and they would just be heartbroken if they had to cancel that engagement. She just seemed so excited. And I thought that perhaps a nice gala at an esteemed university would be just the thing she needs to go out and see the world, but, hmm, what do I know? I thought this went without saying. Agents don't date other members of the agency. You got that? He's pointing at Bruno. Yes, Bruno. You make it sound like this was my idea. I didn't hear you say no to Philip giving a dollar to poor proof. Hate her to go out with him? They were going to see a film at the Cinemaplex as my treat. The ticket prices, how how do you say it? Two bits, as it were. 
just he throws his hands up. Just get out to Miskatonic and just do your job. Yes, Agent Partisan. Without a hint of insincerity, we will certainly go to Miskatonic University. We will do our utmost to ensure the gala proceeds smoothly, and the relics and parchment that are to be unveiled will remain in the university's possession. We will observe, report, and keep the peace. And he'll kind of just let out a, a huff and storm out of the office. Philip will lean back in the chair. I say, that went very well. Hey, Bruno. Do you think Ruth is my size and she'd let me borrow a nice dress? Bruno will look you up and down. Like, I, uh, maybe, I don't know her exact uh, preferences when it comes to attire. He'll motion out himself. I, uh, I'm not the, the pinnacle of fashion, as it were. Ah, yes. Well, we will certainly fix that, won't we? Well, you gotta leave that afternoon. You know, you gotta get up to Miskatonic by uh, dinner. Dinner being probably 7 or 8 o'clock at night, so. Bruno, are you just gonna, like, send a note to Ruth, or are you gonna actually go tell her that you have to cancel your date? Bruno will tidy up his little stack of papers here. Put that away, stand up, get ready to leave. Since we're going to have to leave in a little while, I'm uh, we'll go get the Sunday best, as it were. And uh, he'll look over to Cookie. Since you got to talk to her anyway, can you tell him about your little conspiracy and uh, how we got a job? No, 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 no. We are not going to attend a gala in our Sunday best. I will take you all under my wing, and we will procure a proper suit for you and you, and a proper gown for you. Under my tutelage, you will be the finest dressed agents of the department. I don't, I don't know about spending a lot of money just on a dress that I'm only going to wear once. Oh no, you won't wear this gown just once, I guarantee it. You know I don't wear dresses, Philip. When else am I going to wear a dress? Do you truly believe this will be the only gala that we are assigned to during our exile from normal duties with the department? Yes. Partisan wishes us to remain out of trouble, despite us finding it with disturbing regularity. As such, I would prefer to be trouble rather than fail to avoid it. I will do so by being the finest dressed individual at the museum gala, and certainly better dressed than curated Doyle. Are you sure I can't just ask Ruth if I can borrow a dress? Maybe just start with Athen and Ruth, and while you're there, you let her know about this job. Well, I'll have to let her know about the job to ask to borrow a dress. Are you are you trying to to get me to to tell her you can't go on your date already? Bruno it's been less than ten minutes. He's going to look around the room. From the sounds of things, you were the ones that wanted to set me up on this date anyway. I said nothing, sir. You're going to break the poor girl's heart, Bruno. And you'll have to see her every other week besides. No, you're going to break poor Ruth's heart, and he'll start walking towards the door. Bruno, can, please, don't make me do this. No, 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 Charlotte, it's fine. And Philip will get up from the desk and close his books, put his journal in his valise, 
But leave said books on the desk. There's a letter in his outbox, and he'll grab that as well. I have a letter to send regardless, so I shall offer Ruth my deepest apologies on our gorilla's behalf, and endeavor to reschedule their blissful appointment for a later date, when we have returned to Boston. And I just stare at Bruno with these wide eyes, beseeching, what should I do here? Not sure why everybody's so interested in my date in life. How do you think I feel? I am going to miss a delightful meal at the finest tea room in Boston in order to attend this monetary fete. Well, I don't, uh, I don't buy your outrage at that all that much, considering how much you're going to love talking to Mr. Doyle. Yes, thank you for that. I will ensure that when we return on Sunday evening that Ruth will be waiting by the office door so you may continue your date. You know what, maybe I don't trust you. And then he will leave the room. Oh, who would have thought? I was going to suggest we invite her along. I made that very suggestion. You heard what Agent Partisan said. You saw what he did. Who cares what party thinks? It's only for our paychecks, we can always get new ones from somewhere else. Plus, what is he going to do, other than fire us? <laughs> I got shot. What worse could happen? Philip's looking at Finn, and then he looks at Cookie from behind his glasses. And he tilts his head, and his expression says, Should we really? Plus, worst case, it's Bruno who'd get fired. Right? Not us, we're not the ones going on dates. That's not fair, Finn. What? We can't simply invite her and then throw Bruno under the bus and let him get fired. It's his choice. He's right. We shouldn't meddle in his love life. I mean, it's really in his best interest, though. You know, I agree with Finn. You've seen this whirlwind romance evolve from but a small ember to this roaring flame. Who are we to stand in the way of that? We should at least ensure there is fuel to, to keep the fire burning and a world to keep turning, as it were. If it happens, it should happen naturally. You can't push Bruno. Trust me, I know. He's, he's very close to me. He's one of my closest associates. And I, for one, don't want to meddle. Behind his dark glasses, both of Philip's eyebrows go up. You know, it makes sense for you to be into a guy like that. After all, he's just like your father. I just kind of choke as I'm swallowing a little bit and just... I wasn't drinking my coffee, but I was holding the last little bit in my cup and I, it scares me and I just drop my cup and it breaks. Philip was looking right at her when she drops the cup. Charlotte, are you... What? What is wrong? Big dumb... Gorilla. I'm... I'm so sorry. Um, I'm I'm fine. I just... I got uh, something stuck in my throat. And I, it... I, you know, when you swallow wrong and it goes down the wrong pipe and then takes a minute. I'm sorry. Sorry. Stupid. Stupid, Bruno. I'm sorry. Oh, it's certainly not your fault, Charlotte. Bruno can be difficult at the best of times. 
but he doesn't take his eyes off of Cookie. Finn comes back from the kitchen with a dish towel to help clean up the coffee mess. Uh, that's, that, um, was quite the startle. Are, are you okay? Like, you're, you're not, like, having a stroke or nothing. It was rather abrupt. No, 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 I'm, I'm so sorry. Let, please let me help clean this up. I just can't understand why any woman would be interested in him. Yes, quite. Right, that's interesting. If you gentlemen would like to roll something, you can. Yeah, just a weird thing for a very nice sweet cookie to to say. You guys can create your own assumptions from what she said in her behavior right now. Oh, done. <laughs> a cookie, you don't have a thing for Bruno, do you? Oh, well, of course. The romance between Bruno and Ruth was a million chest, but if, if we are stepping on your toes, so to speak, please, I, I do apologize. Oh, no, no. I, I'm really sorry. I I just didn't get a lot of sleep last night, and I, I just don't... I don't know what came over me. I, I didn't mean it. Please don't say anything, and no, we're just... We're friends. We're friends. We're... Uh, we're good friends. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, I apologize. Oh, you've nothing to apologize for. I promise you that. Although, if you could stand up and hold your arms out to either side. And he's pulled his journal back out. I'm not an art project for you, Philip. Would you gentlemen excuse me? I need a glass of water. In just a moment. Um... Yes, uh, of course. I was simply going to take your measurements to ensure a gown befitting your style was going to be prepared, but I, I do understand. I shan't keep you any further. He says to her back as she just beelines out of the office area into the kitchens and the ladies' rooms. Philip looks at Finn. So, she got the hots for him or something? Yes, I, I do believe you are correct in that assertion. I have not encountered that kind of visceral reaction before. Oh, it's, um, strange for sure. We'll have to keep an eye on it, make sure it, um, I don't know, I'm sure there's something we could do with this. Oh yes, I'm quite certain you're correct. Although we should keep our minds on our goal, which is surviving a gala to Miskatonic University and the cretin who curates their museum. Here's a plan. I don't know if you're going to like it. I don't know if Cookie's going to like it. I don't know if Bruno's going to like it. It is absolutely dreadful. But listen to it. Listen, listen to it. We bring Ruth along in a separate car or something, right? Cookie doesn't want to have the dinner date. So it's Cookie and Bruno on the date with a double date of uh, Ruth and Doyle. Does that make sense? Is that a weird, a weird thought that just popped in that doesn't really make much sense? Finn... Of all the harebrained, impossible ideas that you've offered over the years, this is the, the most fantastic. Yes, we should absolutely execute this plan. A double date with Cookie and Bruno together, and Ruth will be starstruck by Curator Doyle's incompetence. Why, it's perfect. I just don't know how to get Ruth there. That's the biggest issue. I mean, because, you know, Cookie's not going to be happy about it, uh, uh, Bruno's not going to be happy about it, and it'd be really awkward. Hmm. That's the tricky part. 
uh, we can simply tell Ruth that it is a um, secret mission that was given by Agent Partisan that she was being ordered to go deep undercover like one of those dime store detective novels, yes. That just might work. So shall I leave that to you, then? Capital. Yes, I shall. Certainly give it the old Oxford a try, so to speak. Swell. I'll finish sweeping this up if you want to do that. Yes, yes, of course. Good man. I will see you again when we are ready to leave for Miskatonic University. And he will walk out the door with his valise, his notebook, and the envelope. Okay. And yep. Bruno, where'd you uh, toddle off to? Oh, <laughs> Ruth, probably. You're going to head down to that uh, accounting office. You can poke your head in and, and you look at the, the pool of uh, women in that room that do the uh, payroll and the accounting, and you don't see her. But it's not long before you hear the heels clicking on a floor behind you. You turn around and you see her approaching. When she sees you, her face just lights up. With the Dunwich job, we got a little envelope with the details of the job. Did we get one of those this time? Mm-mm. Not yet. that be something that usually comes from Patterson? or Somebody will deliver it before you leave, I'm sure. The same little, the same guy, low end person came and dropped an envelope off. He'll give you the details. You know, the envelope will probably have a map of Miskatonic, a map how to get there, where you're staying, when you're up there, all of that. Probably a list of places you're no longer allowed to go into. Could I have potentially gone and gotten those orders first? Sure. I look into the room, I see all of the rest of the, the folks hard at work, and I just have this envelope in my hand, and I'm just kind of like smacking it against my hand, just like, shit, she's not here. And then I turn around, and of course, in rom-com fashion, there she is. And it's like, I was uh, I was just looking for you. Oh, well, that, that's nice. Uh, did you, did you, I'm trying to check the time. Were you looking for someone to have lunch with? I, I can go down to the cafeteria and take my lunch now. I just have to tell Margaret that I'm going to go. Somewhere in the back of Bruno's mind, it's like, son of a bitch. All right. Uh, I just got, you know, hold up the envelope. I just got the Martian orders from the boss man. Um, but I tell you what, uh, this seems like it's going to be a, an over the weekend thing, but, uh, and he'll look down the hallway. Like, we could, uh, we could go do lunch, I guess. It's, uh, the least I could do for the inconvenience. As you speak, you see her smiling face slowly turn to a frown. You see the eyes get a little glassier. The lip quiver up, up just a, a touch. You're, you want to cancel our, our date? The, uh, um, I got an assignment from Patterson. He, did you... You must have seen him come in after you had left. Uh, yeah, but he wasn't holding the envelope. I, I, you want to cancel our date and you're going to come down here with some lie holding some what empty envelope because you don't want to go out with me? Was this all a joke, you and your aided friends? He just... I, Ruth, didn't know this was... And he'll take the envelope and, like, show her that's, like, here's a giant wad of papers. It's, like, Miskatonic. I'm just, like, fanning through him. He's like, 
I ain't just trying to get out of it. You know, it's his, he's at a little bit of a loss for words. Cause it's like, she'll kind of look at it paper and see that it's, it's real stuff, but we can go get lunch. If you really want to go have lunch with me. Yes. But if you're just doing this out of some weird sense of obligation, I would much rather you... I'm not doing this in the cafeteria here because that's the last thing I need. What are you doing? Bruno will put the papers back into the envelope, put the envelope back into his coat, and take his one big meaty hand and put it on her shoulder. Like, that's not what I'm saying. It's things is complicated, and I... uh I don't want to rush nothing. And I, uh, let's go get something that's better than the cafeteria. She'll, uh, look at you and, and slowly the smile will come back. Okay, let me just put, put these things down and I'll, I'll grab my coat. And she'll go into the, uh, office and, uh, she'll be gone for a couple minutes. And I think at that time, where are you headed to? You were going to go find Ruth, right? I was. And Philip's going to be walking down the hallway towards accounting, and he's going to see that Goliath-like shadow in the hallway, and he's going to go, oh, well, mission accomplished, I suppose. No, you approach, you see Bruno standing there. You just see the door shut, Ruth goes inside. What are you going to do? Uh, Philip is going to uh, stand there for a second. He's got the wickedest smile on his face, and then he's going to turn around and head to the mailroom, because he has a letter to send. And then he's off to get a new tailored suit. How nice is it going to be? Like, I mean, because Doyle's going to have, like, really nice. Just saying. What is the dollar value of really nice? I mean, probably you're talking like a hundred bucks. I will buy a $200 suit right now. Off the rack? No, it's got to be tailored. you got to leave after. Philip. What would I have to roll to have done this beforehand? All right. You go off shopping. You hit several places, but you find one where the tailor says he can uh, he can have it done. It's going to take a couple hours once he gets your measurements done. Of course. I have to leave town this afternoon, but I will be certain to come by and pick up the suit before I do so. That would be splendid, sir, and thank you very much. Do you want to check to see if they maybe have stuff off the rack for the other two? Uh, you know, that would be a great idea, and I will do that. All right. It's going to be ill-fitting. It won't be like yours, but it'll be something better than what they're going to end up with, right? Capital, how much? Um, I mean, when you come back and pick yours up, you can drag that into payfares. Oh, no, I can pay for this right now straight up. My spending level is stupid. You know, maybe 20 bucks. Okay, so 200 for mine, 20 for theirs. Mm-hmm. That's each or total? Total. Uh, okay. Not a great soft-the-rack suit that's not going to fit great, so yeah. Okay, uh, Cookie and Finn, uh, you guys are the only ones in the office. The other two have left and they have not come back. Cookie, you ran to the ladies' room. Finn, you're cleaning up. Uh, what's going on with you two? Where are you going from here? Finn will wait probably five minutes, and if Cookie doesn't get out by then he'll leave heading home to pack up alright I think she'll be in there longer than five minutes so we'll just have you head out 
and just figure you'll end up back in the office at some point to head up to Miskatonic. Yep. He makes sure to wear his favorite green suit that he likes to wear. Um, it's just like an olive green. But it's his favorite suit that his father used to wear all the time, and now he has it. It's a little big on him, but it's still a good suit. Yes, and then seeing no one is there, <laughs> I will gather my things, head to my home to get the supplies that I'll need for the weekend, and window shop along the way, hoping to find a nice dress with some costume jewelry, perhaps, in my budget. Make a luck roll. You find a lovely dress at a thrift store, so it's super cheap. Some Catholic mission store where some rich people just go to their leftover stuff for last season's clothing. It fits you very well, and you can kind of find some jewelry to go with it, but it's it's a nice understated dress. It's not overly sexy, but it's not Puritan either. It's a nice elegant dress. I am very happy with that purchase. I can't wait. Okay. Uh, so you, you're going to, as you walk by, you see it in the window, you grab it, you go home, you pack up. Bruno is going to have lunch with Ruth. This is going to be fun. You know, I heard there's a new film that just came into the theater, uh, just down the street. You know, maybe, maybe you, you, Ruth and Bruno, you, you two of you could, uh, could go see it. You have nothing better to do. Oh, I hate you people. <laughs> she just kind of looks with the. How about, is, is Saturday night good? I, you could, you could pick me up at, at eight. It's. She's so excited, like a dog about to pee on itself. Wow. <laughs> Mission accomplished. If she could wag her tail, she would be. I think they call She's, that twerking. She no. still might. <laughs> For the love of God, Finn, please don't steal their wallets. All right, I'll write that one down. Or anything else. He's going to look at Philip and Bruno. I take umbrage at that, Agent Patterson. I have stolen nothing. Nothing. Bruno, I cannot speak of. Uh, nothing that I would know of specifically. The only thing Bruno's stolen in the past two weeks is a heart. Hmm. I can't wait to what? delete that. <laughs> <laughs> But it was so good. But it's like, oh, everybody will still get to hear it. No, um, so like the um, – I was running through things trying to think if it was something that I knew of. But like I know about the auction thing because I listened to that episode and I'm like, no, Bruno doesn't know anything about that. So I can't say anything about him like drastically undercutting the value of a thing off of a grieving widow. Just <laughs> nope, you can't do that. No, I still paid far too much for that chest. <laughs> Uh, the hell with the chest. What about the 
fucking evil sacrificial dagger that was in it. Oh yeah, yeah. The the thing that I'm still making payments on in terms of my soul. Yeah, no. That's, <laughs> we already know that's not worth anything. Exactly. That's why I'm on the extended payment plan. <laughs> you got to find somebody else's soul to pay with. Yeah. Um, so uh, Saturday at eight, right? No, sorry, we got a job now. What type of event will we be attending? He's not going to look at any of you. He's going to. Kind of look at the ceiling. It's out at Miskatonic University. It sounds like steam escaping. <laughs> hey, Bruno. Do you think Ruth is my size and she'd let me borrow a nice dress? Are you? I don't know if we ever really got that much of a like actual description on Ruth and stuff. Um, I think Cookie is a, um, because you're a, a brawler. Yeah, short little bruiser. She's probably tall. She wears that red lipstick. Mm-hmm. She probably has a little bit of height on you. And she might be just not as broad of a broad. But I'm sure you could, um, it might be a little shorter on you and a little tighter. That sounds to me it's just a thing that uh, Kira <laughs> Doyle would like to see. <laughs> yeah, how much should we pay? Paycheck? I forget what the normal paycheck is. Wasn't it like 120? It was like 150. Mm, it's probably All like I 20. hear is mall montage. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever your last paycheck was, I thought you. I sort of denoted it somewhere. I, I did, but I added it to cash. What is it, Mister Main? I don't know. It was one twenty. That's my God. How is it? I'm the one that's the prepared you said one. One fifty. I said yeah, because I was trying to get more money out of you. Well, try as you might. After after Dunwich, I'm surprised we're getting paid at all. I know. I we did what we were supposed pay. to do. In the worst possible way. You heard Agent Patterson. Excuse me. You heard it. <laughs> I heard it. I didn't listen. <laughs> oh my god. Tell me you were listening when I started talking about Ruth. You booked her right up. Oh. Going to forge for the forbidden fruit, Bruno? Bruno, are you just gonna like send a note to Ruth or are you gonna actually go tell her that you have to cancel your date? Well, Cookie has to go talk to her anyway. <laughs> about borrowing a dress. A cookies teller? Yeah. Okay, well, let's hear that conversation you've been do. That's so wow. not fair. <laughs> Convince me. <laughs> Bruno, I never took you for a coward. Oh, my. Probably a list of places you're no longer allowed to go into. I don't think that's on there. It's definitely <laughs> not there. The hospital. We're not allowed to go to the hospital <laughs> for any reason. <laughs> leave them dying on the stairs. Flick it with holy water, consign their souls to the for life. Get them out of here. <laughs> Could I have potentially gone and gotten those orders first? Sure. You run into the guy who probably says, oh, I was going to have it up there after my lunch. and you. I'll just take it now. That's cool. 
I'll just grip him up by the shirt. It's like I fucking need it right now. Um, yeah, sure, sure. Here you go. <laughs> no, I'm not going to assault a coworker. That's like one step below I mean, dating a coworker. You're assaulting a coworker when you take this poor girl on a date, assaulting her sensibly. Was it my idea? <laughs> you could have resisted, more, but you didn't. You gave in, and you got her hopes up. Now you're going to break her heart. Go ahead. Yeah, I feel like this is revenge for Valentine, all right? It's all according to Kikaku. It's not like I'm going to have you take a gun out and shoot her in the head. You did that of your own accord. <laughs> well, we'll see what you do to Ruth on your own accord. What's it going to be, Bruno? Oh. Or a tuna salad sandwich. Yeah, but it's not a tuna salad sandwich. It's a tuna salad sandwich today. It's <laughs> egg salad next week. It's the movies the week after with overpriced popcorn. And then two years later, it's screaming kid. <laughs> he takes it slow. He's a big lummox. Look at him. How old is he, she? He's a himbo. Oh, I think she's probably like 20, 21. Yeah, it's basically over the hill. Yeah, that's why you think she's so desperate right now. Bruno, speak up. What is it going to yeah, be? Yeah, that's why I said two years it's going to be. <laughs> she's going to have you married in two months. That's what he's afraid of. <laughs> it's fine, Bruno. We're going to be dead in six months. Anyway. <laughs> Look how right. much he fears commitment. Just go have him. I know. Oh, my, oh my God. God. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Oh man! So if we if we do this, we're gonna have to sit down and both make sandwiches and have an imaginary lunch together, like over the weekend or something. Okay, we will sit down. Oh my god, it's another friend of Fursery. Why do I do this? All right, uh, you're the bestest friend and RP player could have. The show must go on. <laughs> Yay! Um, alright. Uh. Oz here, just chiming in at the end to say thanks for continuing to support us with your ears, bumping us by word of mouth, and even with Patreon donations, which is pretty awesome. If you aren't on our Discord, feel free to come on by and get a without a net welcome. If you are, you know how we do. We couldn't continue to do this without your support and feedback, so if you do have feedback, this is me personally begging you to let us know. We know we can always do better. And we'd love to know when we're doing well. Anyway, a couple of disclaimers. The music you heard and the intro and the outro was from the Great Old Ones and Other Beings album by Graham Plowman. You can find that on YouTube. It is some excellent Call of Cthulhu music. Call of Cthulhu 7th edition is produced by Chaosium Inc. Without a net podcast has no affiliation with Chaosium Inc. We just think 7th edition is pretty bomb and we're going to go ahead and try it out. We get no kickbacks from Chaosium, nor do we expect any, although that may change in the future, but probably not. I hope you all had a wonderful time listening to this, and we will see you next week.